Discover the leader in you with Dr. Jason Carson. Former New England Patriot turned PhD, Dr. Jason brings a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the NFL Players Association, and the White House, each week, Dr. Jason will prescribe empowering, motivational, life-changing medicine for your soul. It's time to discover the leader in you. Now, here's Dr. Jason. All right, good people. Well, I am excited to be with you today on Discover the Leader in You. We're going to be talking about how to create high-performing teams and making sure that we can do that with effective communication. Specifically today, I want to talk to you a little bit about the uh, team formation process and how you have a greater likelihood of success if you understand how people come together and just the different relationships that are built and how people interact. And there are actually four stages with a fifth potential stage that we're going to talk about today that uh, Tuckman actually provided some years ago. But before we do that, let me talk to you and share with you that we always want to make sure you are growing and developing as a person and then also professionally. You know, that is a passion of mine and something that I am always going to be uh, geared towards. And, you know, it's just exciting to see people grow and develop. And that's why we have these uh, different things that we do and, and some of the personal development tools that you'll find at jasoncarthen.com. You know, we give those away in some respects. And we also want you to be developing on an ongoing basis. So make sure you visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. There are some free uh, giveaways, but they're not just giveaways that will not help you. They're actually tangible items that you can engage and learn and grow. So make sure you take a look at jasoncarthen.com. Okay, well, one of the things that I remember when I played in the National Football League is just how we would come together and have success as a team. But there were steps that we had to go through and it really started at training camp and it was interesting to see how there were different stages that we had to go through in order to become a high performing team and it wasn't just at the national football league level it was also at the collegiate level and then even below that in high school but one thing that I remember and one thing that you'll be able to take away from today's show is that teams will have a better chance as sustaining high performance by understanding the group formation process. Now, let me share with you, there are four stages that we're going to talk about today on the show. And the first stage is the forming stage. And this stage is pretty interesting. When people come together and they're in a group, you have a bunch of individuals that have decided to come together for a specific reason. But at the forming stage, there is a high dependence on the leader for guidance and direction because these individuals are still trying to figure one another out and they're still trying to understand exactly what each individual is bringing to the table. So they may not really have a clear idea of what their role is. So there's a high dependence on the leader for guidance and direction. Now, there's also a little, uh, little bit of a honeymoon period because people are trying to be nice they don't want to be perceived negatively or anything like that so the leader must be prepared to answer lots of questions about the team's purpose and 
the objectives and any other external relationships. But one thing that you have to remember during the group formation process, especially the forming stage, you have individuals that are going to test. They're going to test the system and test the group and see exactly where people are and how they're going to advance forward. So the leader is crucial during that period of time. And the communication portion is very important because individuals would try and understand where they fit. And eventually, it's very interesting, but that honeymoon phase will actually stop. And that's why it's very important for the individuals to make sure they're communicating and getting ready for the next stage. Now, I think we all have gone from the honeymoon phase where everyone's trying to be nice and everyone wants to connect and and no idea is a bad idea and all these good things, but communication uh, can change quickly during a group uh, formation process. And the next phase or stage two is a storming phase. And this is a very interesting phase. It is exactly how it sounds. You know, decisions don't come easily within the group and people are communicating and testing and they're vying for positions. They want to establish themselves in relation to other team members and the leader. Now, this can be a very challenging time because the communication can get a little choppy here and clarity of purpose will only increase if the leader is able to make sure they're removing uncertainties and they're communicating with their followers and and letting them know that, hey, you know, we cannot have clicks and power struggles that will begin to take place. You know, there's going to be storming. But one of the good things is that on the other side of the storm, the team will begin to gel and come together. And I remember they they started as a group. You have a bunch of individuals that are trying to do their own thing. And they're not really clear on how they're going to achieve it. And they're going to start bumping into things. But during the storming phase, you're going to see that, you know, the team will begin to gel because they're going to start to focus on their goals. They're going to try and avoid becoming distracted, you know, with emotional issues or or challenges on the day to day interaction and communication that's taking place. And now they're going to have to start moving towards the compromise that has to take place. And any sort of communication around this level is going to really gear itself towards the overarching goal and or mission of why the group uh, came together in the first place and how they're now going to jail as a team. Now, one of the interesting things I shared earlier that in the National Football League, you have to go to training camp. And when you go to training camp, there's a... Uh, sizing up is probably the best way to put it. Everybody's looking at everybody else, trying to figure out, well, who are you? How did you get here? You know, uh, is there going to be competition between you and I? What's going to take place? You know, uh, are we vying for the same position? And that forming stage took place, and then now the storming phase on the field (laughs) begins to happen, and there's competition, and there's a little bit of jockeying for position, and a little bit of Aggression, well, a lot of aggression. I'm not being honest there. A lot of aggression and a lot of, uh, uh, I guess you'd say, uh, fighting <laughs> to see who's going to come out on top. And it gets very interesting, but you'll find that that is needed 
as you are developing a team, especially at a very high level like the National Football League. Now, the same thing can happen in business. If you want a high-performing team in business, then you're going to have to get your people together. You're going to have to do some team building. You're going to have to deal with communication and conflict. You're going to have to deal with making sure you remove all obstacles for your success. And that is not for the faint of heart. You're going to have some people that shy away from the conflict. You're going to have some people that uh, do not want to engage in in terms of communication. That's going to be healthy. And if you'll remember in one of my earlier shows, we talk about people that are passive in their communication and they, they actually do not want to engage and you'll find that they'll cause more harm than good by not sharing anything at all. So it's very important that during this time of storming that the group is coming together and gelling because they'll be better on the other side of it. It's very important to be aware of that. So I want to pause here for a second and just remind everybody that if you go to drjasoncarthen.com, you'll actually have a chance to sign up, sign up for our Monday Morning Leadership Minute. This is totally free of charge, and this is something that provides you with key tips and tools that you can use uh, on a daily basis. And it's also something that will allow you to maybe share, you know, with your team, make sure they're understanding some of the high level concepts that we break down for you and give a lot of life application to. So make sure you check in at drjasoncarthen.com. And we also want to hear from you. Definitely leave us some comments and interact with us. If you ever have any sort of questions, definitely want to Make sure you're having those questions answered. Uh, So make sure you reach out to us. Uh, We'd love to hear from you and definitely stay connected with us in that way. On today's show, we're talking about high-performing teams and the actual communication that needs to take place during the group formation process. So let's talk about the third stage, which is called the norming stage. This is a very interesting, very interesting uh, phase here because you have generally consensus and agreement, you know, among the team members. You know, people will begin to respond well to the leadership. They will begin to seek out the leadership and understand exactly what their roles and responsibilities are. They're going to be very clear about accepting those, and they're going to begin to fall in line in a very positive way. You know, you'll have group consensus and And people will begin to communicate in a very healthy way. There's still going to be conflict, of course. But, you know, at the end of the day, some conflict is very healthy as long as it gets to the root of some challenges and it helps to extend the group's uh, progress towards the mission. Now, this is also a great phase and a norming phase because you have team members who want to engage in fun and social activities. You know, they discuss and develop processes that work, Uh, they develop an understanding of each other's working style, and they're very respectful of that. And the leader is not as involved at this stage because they're, they're actually able to make sure the individuals are just doing what they're supposed to do. And, you know, that's a good thing. They're more of a facilitator at this point, and they actually enable the team to move forward. Now, You have to remember at the norming stage, you're going to have people that really get set in doing what they do. They're going to be excited about it and the cohesion is there. But one thing I want to remind our listeners of is that with each one of these stages, you know, Tuckman shared with us that 
we have to remember that as soon as someone else new <laughs> comes into the to the team there there's going to be a change you need to be aware that it's going to change the chemistry of the group so for example if they were at the initial norming phase and they're doing the things they need to do they're going to get bumped back to the forming stage because you're going to have people that may have a different viewpoint as they're coming onto this team and it's going to set them back and until they get up to speed uh, through behaviors and actions and thoughts there you know they're going to have to go back through the actual forming stage and the storming and then they'll get to the norming stage again so that's just something for the group to uh, always be aware of and it's very interesting because you know I always want to give examples but I remember in college uh, we always had <laughs> the freshmen come in and when the freshmen came in it was it was quite interesting because you know we may have had a season uh, the year before where we were all gelling and doing the things that we needed to do the defense was working in a way that was very effective and then you have the freshmen that come in and they bring a different spin on things. And it was the same thing in the National Football League. You have a rookie that comes in and they really don't know how things go. So whatever progress we had made the year before, either they had to, the rookie had to get up to speed uh, to get to the norming phase or it was like a catch-up sort of thing, and they were relegated to doing other things before they could actually get on the field uh, to be ready. So it's really important that we understand that each one of these phases will require something of you, and the communication is key during those periods of time because if you are having active communication and assertive communication, it will help those that don't understand the group formation process to learn quicker and also be able to uh, begin to add value much sooner. So we just have to be intentional with that and make sure we understand. Now, let me pause here for a second because the reality is this. If you want a high-performing team and you want individuals that can begin to sort of have a symbiotic relationship where that's a fancy word for saying that, I understand what you want to do already, so I'm going to eliminate a step and go ahead and get it done for you. Now, that's a very symbiotic relationship. But if you want a high-performing team, your reality is that you're going to need individuals that understand this group formation process because if they don't, they're going to continue to bump into one another. And what I mean by that is that they won't have a emotionally intelligent sort of reaction to one another and they won't know what sort of phase or stage that they're in. So when you have a high performing team, they know about these stages. They know about the performance that is taking place. And, you know, when I go into organizations and help them from a consulting standpoint, I always take them through this so they can understand that, hey, you know what, we're probably in a storming phase. We won't be here forever, but we need to work harder communicating and making sure we understand what the other person needs so we can all move forward. So that's that's very important that if you want a high performing team that is built upon communication, they are going to need to know these stages and the phases of group formation. Now, uh, let me finish here with the fourth stage, which is very important. It is the performing stage. Now, I'm sure many of you that are listening can understand this already, but 
This stage is a crucial stage. We want high performance. And at this stage, the team is very strategically aware of how they interact. They know clearly why they're doing what they're doing and how to do it. Now, at this stage also, you can expect that the team has a very shared vision. They know what the mission is. They know what the long-term vision is. And they're able to stand on their own feet with no interference or participation, if necessary, from the leader. They can move forward because they're bought in. They have overarching goals, and they're ready to achieve them, you know. And, and you're still going to have conflict. Communication may be choppy at some points, but the reality is that disagreement may occur. But at the end of the day, they can be resolved within the team. And there is high performance that is taking place because there are delegated tasks. You have individuals that know what the leader needs, and it goes back to that symbiotic relationship that we talked about earlier. Once you know what is required of you and you are communicating at a healthy level, at a very assertive level, but assertive in the sense that we're all here for the same common goal, then interpersonal relationships are there. The whole uh, idea of making it to a goal that's going to help everyone add value is there. And there's just high performance that is taking place. And that's what you want. At the end of the day, when you have people that have come together for a common purpose, a common goal, and a mission and a vision, then you're going to have synergy. You're going to have performing taking place. And you're going to have high performance taking place. But the reality is that this sort of thing takes a while to get to. And everyone must be committed to it. The leader is going to have to be able to delegate and really make sure that they're able to pour into the lives of their followers and make sure that they continually revisit where they are on this continuum. Now, one of the great things about this is that as people are growing and developing, they're maturing as well. And once you get to this performing stage, you have people that get it. They understand that, hey, we're all here for a common purpose and we're communicating in a healthy way and we're doing the things that we need to do to get better. So now we have gone through the four stages of forming, storming, norming, and performing. But when we come back here from break, I want to tell you about one more that many people often don't talk about, but it's very important. So now I just want to remind everybody that we have some great things that will be coming up. We actually have an opportunity for you to get involved, uh, we're going to be doing something every month with a partnership with Chick-fil-A. And it's really called the uh, Dr. Carthen Corner, uh, known as the Leadership Linebacker, which so many people understand what I do in the community and how I give back and share. And I actually will be at the Chick-fil-A in Macedonia, Ohio every month, uh, just really trying to give people nuggets on how to grow and develop in terms of leadership and we'd love to see you there. If you ever have any uh, questions or if you want to connect with me, make sure you send me a note. You can definitely do that right here at drjasoncarthen.com or you can follow me at Jason Carthen Enterprises on Facebook and stay connected because I send out a lot of reminders and connection points there as well. But we'd love to stay connected with you. So now let me share with you one thing in the group formation process that many people often don't talk about is the fifth stage. This is the adjourning stage, everybody. And the reason why I bring up the adjourning stage is that oftentimes you have groups that have come together 
and become high-performing teams, and then they have to break apart. And, you know, that can be a challenge for many people because, remember, once something changes in the group, we go all the way back to the forming stage. And that can be a challenge for many people because there's a grieving process that takes place. People want to stay connected. They want to stay highly motivated. And when you have someone new come in, it's a new thing. And that can be a challenge, but the reality is that the communication around that adjourning phase or stage has to be very clear by the leader. They have to be able to say, hey, we may be losing someone from our team, but we still have to stay committed to the mission and the vision. The the assertive communication really needs to be in effect there, and the leader has to also be leading in love and making sure that they're telling their followers that at the end of the day, we're all going to be better regardless of whether or not we have someone that transitions away. So the adjourning phase is very important, not often talked about, but it's something that, you know, is really a part because you have people that transition in jobs as well. And it happened quite a bit with us in the National Football League. You had people that transitioned. You never really knew who was going to be there uh, that next year. And you have to get your mind right for that. But a very important piece is healthy communication from leadership so you understand what's changed and how it's changed. But I still want everyone to be committed to the long-term vision. So that part is very important. And, you know, hopefully you've gleaned something from today. My goal was to make sure we understand and become familiar with the stages that actually take place before you can really achieve high performance on a team. Now, just as a reminder, everybody, make sure you go and sign up uh, for our Monday Morning Leadership Minute. You'll get that right to your inbox every Monday. You can have encouragement and tips, and you'll also have some personal development tools that you can take advantage of. We definitely want you to have those, and we want you to stay connected with us in that way so you'll get something in your inbox every Monday that talks about growing you and developing you. Also, as a reminder, we have our I Speak Life sessions that are going to be taking place, and we'd love to get you signed up. When you talk about I Speak Life Academy, this is an opportunity for you to grow and develop in your business. If you have a idea that you want to get out there, if you have a business that you've always wanted to start, but you really didn't know how to make that happen, then you really want to get involved with the I Speak Life Academy. And these are things that, you know, you just can't really wait on. Make sure you get started on your dream because the longer you wait, the longer uh, you'll have to really make up ground that you've lost. So make sure if you want to register for the I Speak Life Academy, you can give us a call at 1-855-227-8436, or you can go right to our website at jasoncarthen.com. Now, one thing I always want to tell you is that I want you to remember to live your destiny On a daily basis, everybody, if you're not doing that, then you're actually shortchanging yourself. Live your life with intentionality. And thank you so much for tuning in today. Stay connected with us. Take care. Thank you for listening to Discover the Leader in You with international leadership and business expert, Dr. Jason Carson. Dr. Jason wants to connect with you right now. 
Check out our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Be sure to join us again next week to discover the leader in you.